calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. This episode of Someone Dies in This Elevator is rated R. Mourn the Slaughter contains animal death, sexual harassment, misogyny, and death in an elevator. Oh, shut up, stupid beast. All I do is crank the elevator open to see him. Let me put the feet down for the bird. Come now. You gotta let me out. I won't do it no more. Please, Della. Please. I'm sorry. You know, Ives, I read in the paper that the Queen of England was still wearing her mourning clothes to this day. You think someone dies 34 years ago, you should move on. I think it's romantic. Loving someone so much you just gotta keep showing everyone you love them. You are sick, people. You all are monsters. Ives. You are the monster. Is that what this is about? Sweet creature, all you gotta do is let the chicken live. See, there ain't any difference between us. I mean, I'm not a woman hater or nothing, so that's a difference, I guess, but we all have this desire. A little beast in us to feed. Ours is literal hunger. And yours is more insidious, ain't it, Ives? Now, Miss Elsie, it ain't a fair game if you're gonna throw him in front of a train- Maybe he is right. Maybe he is better than us. Then there's no way out. I either eat the chicken or I tie a starving man. I do hope you figure it out. I love to be proven wrong, truly. I find myself too cynical. Granted, this world has taken me and force-fed me silver too many times, so we are prepared for the worst. 
I tell you, Miss Elsie, I never felt more power in my whole blessed life. He almost reached my heart with the stake, and I tell you what, I didn't flinch. I knew I could kill him. We got power we ain't never knew about. This is a mere taste. For as long as I've known, people have tried to hurt me. And in all my lifetimes, they have failed. Ah, yes. Tell me who you were before you were a fiend. Oh, you want a story, Ives? When I was human, I had a lord do what lords do. My family owed him so much money, and if he could have one of my father's daughters to marry, wouldn't that just make everything better? But we knew the kind of beast that man was. And this was a society of virtue. False virtue, sure. If I accepted his proposition, I'd be a burden to my family. I'd rather have died than in there. Then perhaps you should have. Oh, please, this wasn't England. Don't be foolish. No, they could have hung me or drowned me even. But then I met Rowena. She had dark hair and heavy eyes, and she had a way out of my village. I knew I wasn't going to stay, you see. But I loved my family deeply, wholly. So I made a plan to leave them without me. Rowena caught the Lord in private and distracted him so I could shove an arrow through his neck. After that, we ran away together. If only she knew the witch you'd become. I thought we had grown past the days of witch hunters. She protected me. Then, like everyone does, she needed to eat. She whispered to me one night that she needed to feed from a creature. That she needed blood. Lots of blood. She told me what she did, and when I learned, I wanted to be like her. What do you do for someone who has given her world to free you from monsters? You repay them in kind. I freed her from her hunger, and when she was sure it was my desire, she freed me from the confines of mortality. How luxurious the life I live now compared to before Rowena. Ah, you let a woman kill you. I still live. I live longer than my father or brothers, long enough to see machines do my sewing, and long enough to meet another man like you. There are no men like me. I am great. I have been taught by the smartest men and have become the smartest man in all of the state. De Bonnoir. Men want what I have. Women want to have me. I am truly great. And yet, you were caught by monsters. You think because you once weaved words together in such a way it wooed a woman that you are a commander of all words women want to hear. You are not a commander of speech. You speak nothing that has not been said before. You saw Della and chose violence. I've watched them take the lifeblood of a person till they paled over. That's the latest style. Ladies and dandies want to look as pale as the poor mourning Queen of England. I let them live, and besides, 
Some people bleed freely for as much as seven days. What good does that blood do for them when it leaves the body? Oh, and that's for you to decide. Have you ever been hungry before? So hungry, you sell your teeth just to make enough to eat. You sell everything and it's never enough? The things I've done to eat, they were more monstrous before this life. You have the worst kind of hunger in you. You live hungry. I'll die if I don't eat. I'm begging you, Miss Elsie. Don't be the monster I think you are. You have the chicken. Miss Elsie, now that's not fair. Leading him down that road. He can do this, I'm sure. Ain't no one got no kindness in their bones at all. This is my condition. Let him figure it out my way. No, you're right. I'm sorry. Please, can I have some water? I don't want to die. Did I tell you the life I lived once? It was filled with death. My mother, Rayla, had the typhoid. My oldest sister, Lauren, died giving birth. My father, George, died before I was barely old enough to find work. Even my youngest sister, Janie, died of consumption. She wasn't even an artist type, the ones who you'd think could get it. She was just a factory girl. Isn't that funny? Makes you think about what living is for. Life! Darling, it leads to death. The kind that stays dead, with no hope for return. God help the poor creature left with you in the end, Ives. <sighs> That's your lot in life, dear chicken. I'm so sorry. I tell you once again, there's a way out. You have to find it. I can't tell you how to leave. Do you deny the sanctity of life so much that you deny it to yourself? You are not human. I don't mourn who I used to be, though. I like who you made me into. The me who is unashamed of being themselves. I love to make girls laugh and hold them at the waist if they let me. Arms wound tightly around each other as we dance. <laughs> oh, careful, dear. You don't want the elevator shaft to fall. Don't you dare spit at them. It won't be long now. He's waiting. I'm weak because it's been six days since I've eaten. Oh, Ives. You were weak when you came here. I suppose you are in charge here. You were the one wronged. Do you expect me to let you go? Don't let a dandy die. You've a soft heart. Soft? Yes. But I do not allow myself to be touched or spit at, or hurt. You tried to kill me. 
You ripped my silk bustle and you want me to forgive you? To let you free? You're too consumed to see that you have the answers in front of you. There is a way to change, to make amends. Ives, what makes you or I different from a chicken? I am consumed by misery. I am sorry. I lost everything, including my mind. I can hardly think. It suits you. Oh, you think you are so grand. You have the first building with a fancy elevator in all of town, and you think you're some kind of countess. You could be doing wonderful things. You could hold private events for Union soldiers who lost limbs on the top floor. But instead, you use it as a prison. I will not say this again, so listen with your ears. I will not kill you. You will prove to be a monster, as you claim I am, or you will solve Della's fledgling riddle. Solved what? I played your game! I said I was sorry to Della! I begged forgiveness. Do you want me to lash myself? I'll do it. Do you want me to seek repentance? I'll do anything. Except become like you. We would never turn you. You do not want to be. And we do not want you. It's a shame when creatures prove me right. A dandy. You claim to be a gentleman. <laughs> you look like a man desperate to be a Byronic hero. Cherry stained lips, skin that can afford to be pale. I doubt you ever had to work a day in your life. I doubt you ever will. Ma'am, if you don't think I'm sorry, surely you must know I am. I wish I had never encountered the two of you. As do I. I've had the misfortune of spending the last six days watching you fail miserably at something so easy. You are only sorry for yourself. It makes me so sad. Even if I wanted to eat the chicken, I have been given nothing. No butcher's block or even a knife. At some point in your life, you will have to be uncomfortable. I suspect there's poison inside the chicken already. Well, no, perhaps it's only poison for men and not for chickens. Yes, he's placating me. No, you won't kill me. You'll let the chicken do it for you. No blood on your hands, just in your stomach. Uh, you may be a chicken, but I am smart. I'm the dandiest man in all the town. You'd be a lucky chicken if you were as dandy as I. If I were not so good and poison man, you'd be dead. These vampires have spoiled you, feeding you big piles of corn while I can only watch. But chicken, I tell you, I am a good man. I would not eat you for in eating you, I would seal my own fate. I could have been something. I've not finished. Let me mourn the man I was, chicken. I feel it gnawing, crawling up the walls of my stomach, begging its way out. Enough! I'm trying to keep myself full on thoughts. Ow! That's it, you filthy bird. I don't care anymore what happens to me. I don't get to live. Leave it as the one who bites me. 
disappointed. In all your time alone, did it never dawn on you to show empathy? Have you learned what that is? Did you even name the chicken? Chicken. <laughs> and I will name you Man. I had hoped you would understand. I suppose it was foolish. Well, did you name the chicken? Abraham. I had hoped he too would have many children, like Father Abraham. Please, don't do this! All I wanted you to do was name the chicken. Ask the creature to be taken out. Show an ounce of compassion to something that wasn't yourself. This whole time you bemoaned that it would be sticky, <laughs> that it would be foul for you. It's such a tiny task, you wretch, to see humanity in a life unlike your own. What's your plan? Tear me apart, drain my blood. I won't eat the chicken, I'm sorry. You kill it and then not use it. You are a monster indeed. Eat the damn chicken. <laughs> Feast on Abraham. <laughs> the world would be better with less of you around. Hold still, darling. <laughs> it is befitting of a good man to have a last meal. Even a great man deserves one, too. <laughs> Let me feed it to you. I don't want to die! I know. <laughs> you didn't want to be a vampire when you were of sound mind, though. And I don't want to be responsible for turning you. You'd be so terrible to control. Eat another bite, darling. You had but one rule. Don't kill the chicken. Apparently I had a second to name the chicken. You should have the last bite before you're sent off to the river stakes. Why would you let me die then? To create a safer world? Come on now, take another bite. A world with you is safer than a world with me. You were intent on killing me before we spoke. You tried to kill me. You had no idea what I was doing. You were devil-worshipping. I was eating. Much like you are now. I had asked to eat off someone else. Someone who was not you. You brandished a knife at me, stabbed me, ruined my bustle. For my protection. And this is for mine. Elsie, will you sit down a bowl? Come now. One more bite, Dandy. As I promise it won't hurt very long. I know it'll scare you if I did it with fangs or fingernails, so I brought something. 
It is how I intend to give you a final kindness. I know you're not ready to go, but I couldn't let you hurt someone. Your heart breeds hate. It is done. I really wanted the chicken to live. Sweetling, one day someone will surprise us. His blood smells rotten. Still, we do not waste in this home. Should we cook the rest of the chicken? I could make pillows with the feathers. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, steal yourself, Della. The elevator is an investment. There are more eyes in the world. Um, I'm glad he at least got the final meal. I'd hate to die hungry. He doesn't taste very good. I imagine when you have a small a heart as him, it doesn't let the air get to the blood. I'm proud. You will keep us safe, sweetling. Should we dress like Victoria? In all black? Hardly, darling. You don't mourn the slaughter. Mourn the Slaughter was written and directed by Mick Coates. Script editing by Jesse Shushu. Dialogue editing by Orion Tuesday Ibert. Sound design by Mick Coates. And music by Samuel Winnie. Starring Ellis Knight as Ives, Susanna Snowden Ift as Elsie, and Lauren Tucker as Della. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Marisol? Marisol! Where are... Oh. Hi. Uh, you weren't supposed to, uh...
be here yet. I thought, okay, sorry, Marisol isn't quite here yet, so I guess it's just you and me. Um, yeah. You hear about the- Look alive, baby! Party's here! Hey! Hey, my music! Where's my music? That's what I'm talking about. Marisol, you're late. No. Um, okay, yeah, I'm late. It's not my fault, though, I swear. Whatever, I don't care. Can you just- I mean, the people are all here. They've been listening to me ramble. I don't want them to think that this is all small victories is gonna be. Yeah, okay, whatever. Hey, you guys. Uh, I'm Marisol Montgomery. It's an honor to meet me. And the show that I am star in is called Small Victories, and it's coming out February 1st, 2022. So mark your calendars. It's all about me and my... Okay, so a couple of days ago, I had to come to Jesus moment, so to speak. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, I've decided to stop doing coke. Yay! And heroin. <laughs> and meth. And benzos. Ugh, and... <clears throat> you get it. Anyways, Small Victories is about me dealing with that. Yeah. You'll meet my girlfriend and my best friend and the pain in my ass that is my ex. Ah, <laughs> it's funny. It's dramatic. Ah, it's a good time. Anything else? Anything else? None of that was in the script. What script? The one I sent a week ago. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't good. Hey! Oh, calm down. I got all the major points across. Wait! What? I knew I forgot something. WGC. Don't forget, Small Victories is a WGC production. Oh, sweet. That's everything. Hey, can I go? Sure. See you soon. See you February 1st. <laughs>